Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. It's morning or night or noon somewhere, right? You know, so, hey, welcome to Motivation Central Station. I'm Grandpa Jim. Today we're going to talk about you might be out of work. You're freaking out. Let's let's talk about how we can calm down and, you know, cooler heads will prevail. You know, one of the readings one time that I read in recovery was about the tornado. You know, everything's whooping around us, but in the center of the storm is the calm, right? And you need to be that calm force. I've also, you know, came upon a reading once where if there's a fire, people in a in a building, people run to the person that's calm, you know, the rest of them are running around. So, you know, the world might seem like it's on fire, but we need to get you some tools so you can simmer down, take deep breaths, what can I handle now? What can I not handle? I think that's just a big part of recovery. I think a big part of coping through each day is just what can I take on? Well, I can't conquer. I don't have the abilities or skills to conquer COVID-19. Um, I do have the skills to wash my hands. I do have the skills to put on Uh, a face covering. I do have the skills to social distance. I do have the skills to wipe down surfaces. Um, So, you know, that part of things I can control, but I cannot control the bigger picture. Um, So also, so that comes to unemployment, right? I think when the economy starts opening up here, a lot of people are still going to be displaced. The way I see the restaurant business right now, when they do do dining, if people are going to come in to dine, you know, they're they're going to offer less tables. And so I can see some of that marketplace moving away. And I'm sure this is going to be true for other industries. I listen to Canadian radio. There's a guy named Charles Adler out of Calgary. Um, and I listen to him and he's got some interesting things that he talks about. Um, he's really hip, really chill guy, but there's an advertiser on there that advertises. Do you have an office? We have automation that you do not need a secretary anymore. You know, so as AI, artificial intelligence, keeps moving forward, um, how are you going to adapt? So the time is to be thinking out of the box a little bit um, and to humble yourself. I used to do what I call psychic income. I did a job where um, I was in charge and a lot of people looked up to me and we walked into other businesses with our business and we uh, were helping them be really successful at that time. And so that, that was great, but that didn't pay the bills, right? I mean, so, you know, uh, also, back in the day, I used to sell cars, and I used to, at times, be the number one guy, and a friend came up to me with his paycheck one time, and he said, hey, you might have that plaque on the wall for selling all those cars, but I made the money. So, so you know, you may have to humble yourself. You may need to think a little bit out of the box, um, and now is the time to be proactive, you know, to really sit down assess your skills and figure out what can I do with these skills. This is a great time for entrepreneurship. I just seen a woman that gets up early and she 
bakes muffins in the morning and people in her neighborhood like to get hot muffins so she created this little cottage business um so i thought that was very inventive and that's a good thing too is just to look around the internet uh look at things like craigslist and see what people are putting out there to sell and uh, maybe you can get some ideas off of that i want to talk about maybe your neighbors people you know you're like oh that guy's always so quiet and you know he's disgruntled because he doesn't say hi to anybody in the neighborhood well in my mental health profession i work with a lot of people that are socially isolated i worked with a gentleman one time and i did a staffing on him so our organization um, we help a lot of veterans and people with mental health and addiction and we go to a place called mental health america every month and we staff our clients and i remember staffing this clients we'll call him mr x so i'm staffing mr x and i says you know it's really odd and really strange because I'm used to really warming up to people fast and connecting and getting the ball rolling. And the person that uh, worked for Mental Health America said, well, maybe, you know, the hour that he's spending with you is all he needs. Is he is he agreeing to see you again, you know, the next time you're going to have a visit? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, he must be getting something out of that. And so now, fast forward two years later, he opens up and calls me now. And what it is, is sometimes these people were hurt by other people. Um, Again, maybe they have some type of social anxiety they can't connect. But what it is, is over time, when you keep that consistent checking in on people and talking to them, they get to know you and that you also start building trust so they know you're going to be there for them you're not going to run away and so our job people is to uh if you're not socially connecting to try to connect but to help these people the ones you see that can't connect right and reach out and you know one of the things that's been helpful for me with mr x was just trying to establish what goals he was hoping to do and our beginning conversations were, well, what are some of the things you'd like to do? And and he says, well, I like to travel. And I'm like, I like to travel. And then we went to, you know, some beaches. We went to uh, walks in the park. We went to the mall. We played video games. And so um, that was one of his goals. And the other was he wanted to be more socially connected with people so I taught him, We, I said, here, or watch me. We're going to go up and order a coffee here at the Starbucks. And just this simple couple of words to the clerk is, how are you today? And they're going to tell you. They're going to tell you, am I? They're sad. They're mad. They're happy. They're, you know, they just want a car and a sweepstakes (laughs) they're gonna tell you what's happening with you so so that's pretty simple and then you know he models the behavior and he's he's increased his social circles you know uh he has a couple of lady friends he drives around so that uh you know uh he worked for it and he's got that and for 
Mr. X, that's all he needs. You know, he doesn't need a lot because he was so isolated before. And I noticed he really values these relationships with people. So, um, you know, that's kind of what I wanted to touch on, on um, isolation. But here's a simple assessment tool, right? You know, you might be feeling overwhelmed. And I talk about the wellness wheel a lot. And the wellness wheel, you can find on Google Images, and it helps you look at eight dimensions of your life. I wrote a book on this subject, too. It's called What Color Is Your Brain Scan? The answer is in your head and habits, and that is on Amazon as well. And um, so there's an assessment tool in there where you can see how your... uh, environment is are you keeping your house clean is there anything that needs fixed do you want to move you know so you got to figure out what your goal is and how to accomplish that Um, and it looks at eight dimensions of your life so it will look at your social circle your emotional circle uh, and then I found that not too many of these had recreation on them so I'm a big proponent of recreation because I think it everybody needs it. It just puts you in a better place. But here is a simple assessment tool if you're not carrying around the book. And I don't know if you can hear that siren in the background, but uh, I hope it's not too distracting. Um, but this one's called Hungry, Angry, Lonely, Tired. So the acronym is HALT. So you're gonna ask yourself, am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? And when I first got into recovery and got back on track with positive mental health, I had a real good sponsor, person that I worked with that helped me. And I would say, I'm really tired right now. And he would say, well, uh, why don't you go lay down and take a nap? (laughs) And me like, wow, that's so profound. But it was at that time, you know. Um, Somebody talked about recently um, at a meeting for recovery I was at about, you know, we turn the flame up. We start in the morning. We got a little flame on the stove. And as the day goes Uh, We keep cranking it up, trying to cram more stuff in. What can we do in the day? What can we accomplish? And everything that I've studied and I've looked at in philosophy preaches just the opposite, to slow down, take deep breaths. Um, You want quality work, slow down, trust that it's going to get done. A big saying in recovery, too, is easy does it. You know, slow down, Jim, you know. Slow down, Grandpa Jim. Uh, You don't have to get everything done in one day. And so that halt, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, you're going to ask yourself that. And, you know, if you're tired, you're going to lay down. If you're lonely, you're going to pick up that phone and call somebody. If you're angry, you're going to call somebody. Or if you're angry that you didn't vacuum the house today, you're going to pick up the vacuum and get it done. Um, All these things take action, you know. So... Again, that's uh, halt, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Then I want to talk about emotional holes. Many of us were wounded. Um, You know, when I was a kid, I'm glad a lot of trauma came at me as a kid because now in adulthood, I know that these traumas 
whether you lost a loved one, whether you had some abuse come against you, uh, maybe you're losing your job right now, um, they are not going away. So my first job is to accept this has happened. Uh, what can I do to change this? And the beauty about life, like i dyslexic, so I... In school, I pretended like, when I was a kid, I pretended like, oh yeah, I get this and I get that. And when I got to college, somebody picked up on it like, you know, you talk really good, but you have a problem reading and writing. Your your writing's horrible, but if you would write like you talk, you're going to be a great writer. So, um, you know, with learning disabilities and difficulties like that... Um, Life's never been easy in that way for me, Um, but uh, I've learned that through the struggle that uh, asking for help from others was the key to all my answers. So um, I started um, going in for special help, um, you know, with writing assignments, and then eventually I became the tutor, right? So... um, Whatever situation you're struggling with, whether it's employment, that emotional hole, um, you're isolating or, you know, uh, somebody else is isolating, it's all about asking for help. And again, hopefully you can be the change agent for that person that's uh, not coping with this right now too well. So, hey, that's kind of what I had for you today. Um, Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Again, there is, uh, if you want to subscribe to this, this would be just awesome. Um, And also, I have a YouTube channel uh, under the same name, Motivation Central Station. Um, Every once in a while in there, I'll talk about different subjects, uh, Motivation Central Station with Grandpa Jim. And uh, also, there's a movie on Amazon called Laugh Attic, Toxic Drug or Best Medicine. And that'll give you some ideas on how to bring a little humor into your life. Or check out the Stand-Up Comedy 101 book, uh, Live, Laugh, and Perform on Amazon. It's on sale right now for $7.99. So, hey, thanks for hanging out with Grandpa Jim today. Have a wonderful, awesome day and go help others.